In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, guys, welcome back to the sexiest fantasy football podcast. I'm Christian Brito. This is Eat Sleep Fantasy. You can find me at Eat Sleep. Oh, God damn it. I already fucked up. <laughs> All right, fuck it. With us tonight is Dale DeMott. I'm not even going to do whatever else I was going to do. No. I'm kind of that, energetic. So we got much a lot energy. going on. Man, I love it. Like, just hearing you introduce us was like, it, it made me smile, man. I'm excited. Hearing you, hearing me. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> this is going to be a very um, awesome. distorted fantasy football podcast. We we've got so much to talk about, Dale. Like, there's my phone today was just going off with like, yeah. beep beep beep. This guy's injured. Beep beep beep. This guy's a starter. Beep beep beep. I don't know why that's the sound. Like, I apparently I have a 1985 <laughs> cell beeper. phone. Yeah. <laughs> Is Adrian Peterson beeping you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So th- there's a lot to cover. We're gonna be releasing again today. Another double podcast twofer. day. Twofer. Another twofer. Right. But today. We're doing it different, right? Today, there's there's just too much to talk about. We're doing we're doing a buffet. Oh, that's good, we're, right? We so the appetizers, and now we can like throw some tri- cheese sticks in with the egg rolls and and put a you know a steak sandwich with that. Bro, yesterday was the appetizer, right? But today, right? Today we're at a what's a good buffet? We're at like Golden Corral. Golden Corral is fine, but I was going to say we're at like one of those um, Brazilian oh, yeah, yeah. buffets where they, they come and keep bringing yeah. out the different slices yeah, like of that. meat. All right. So let's talk about the goat. <laughs> Hold on. That was, it was going to be a good segue, but I forgot about the drops and all the other stuff. So we're going we're gonna to start it off with uh, a lot of news. We're going to get through the news. We got some dumpster diving later on in the episode with Philip, one of our writers here at Eat Sleep Fantasy, to talk about some of these deep dives, guys that you can stash in deeper leagues or you know in dynasty leagues, stuff like that. And I'm still I'm still surprised that you uh, you say you've never been dumpster diving before. That's like a uh, you like should have done that when you were like um, like a teenager, like not like okay. not like an early like <laughs> never mind, forget it, forget it, forget I said anything. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's let's just go ahead and get into the news. News and notes. Do it. Uh, all right, well, uh, we'll start off with Jamal Charles. How about that? Um, he's still not likely to play in week three, although um, they say that he he's uh, up to speed and he's ready. Uh, he's still not going to play. Um, you, know what, you know what that means? We're saving him. That means he's not ready. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That means he's not ready. Yeah. I think they're just fine with Spencer Ware, and there's no need to rush him. Exactly. Would you rush him? No. No, because they don't play fantasy football. That's right. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. I need to tone down the cursing today because that guy's. I'm. I'm a little bit hyper, but that's probably because 
a lot of this news has affected me. Yeah. And only one of them has affected me negatively. Yeah. All I think pretty much every single piece of bad news in the last three weeks have negatively affected me. Um, the only piece of that is you're going to keep starting Spencer Ware. And um, for the people that keep asking if they should trade away Spencer Ware, only if you're going to get good value for him because he continues to have value for as long as Charles is out and probably will hold some value once Charles does come back. So unless you're getting a good deal, don't do it just because he, his value is going to run out soon. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, Corey Coleman has a broken right hand and has no timetable to uh, for his return. Um, so broken right hand, uh, Corey Coleman probably needs that, so he will need to let it heal all the way after he gets it fixed or whatever. Uh, not looking good for Corey Coleman. Personal question here, Dale. Um, if your right hand broke, would you be okay, or would you have to switch it up? It'll be it would be a tough. Uh, it'll be a tough. Um, I'd have to adapt for sure. Right. I mean. Yeah. Okay. I, it's not like I, I'm a little disappointed because I was uh, I was pretty happy that Corey Coleman was available in one of my leagues yesterday. Um, and so I spent a, you know, a little bit of my fab on him. Um, and when I say a little bit, I mean a quarter of my fab on him. Um, because I, you know, been a little bit excited about Corey Coleman, even though he's a Browns receiver and he goes and breaks his hand. Yep. Thanks Corey. Figures. You get a, get a refund. I feel bad for the Browns. I don't. Eh, at least I have LeBron in Cleveland. Exactly. I miss LeBron. I miss Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I do too. I'm sorry. I miss winning. <clears throat> yep. Well, when you've been a loser for a long time, Dale, you get used to it. <laughs> uh, can we move on to Thomas Rawls now? Um, All right, so next piece of news, Thomas Rawls. Yeah, yeah he's likely to play Sunday. He uh, have has uh, had limited participation in practice on Wednesday. Um, still probably not starting with confidence, are you? No. Yeah. I am not confident at all to start Thomas Rawls. Um, very talented guy, but they keep splitting the work between him and Christine Michael, and as long as that's the case, um, neither one of them seems to be worth much. And um, In- Including know. defense and special teams, who do you trust most on the Seahawks? Who do I trust the most? Yes. Like, out of all their players? Yeah. Doug Baldwin. Okay. All right. Uh, no, that's really weird. No, I, I, yeah, I, I like how Tyler Lockett. I like, I, I like how he played last game. Um, I think his targets are going to remain up there. Um, I think he has a good chance to bounce back from a kind of a really slow start so far. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, if you don't know already, Dante Moncrief is expected to miss four to six weeks with a uh, fractured scapula. I don't even know where the scapula is, but it's going to take him four to six weeks to heal. Um, I guess Philip Dorsett is the main guy to benefit from this, right? Right. Um, along with probably Dwayne Allen as well. Um, scapula is that bone that's like on the back of your shoulder. Right. Um, just FYI. Okay. Thanks for the thanks for the tip, doctor. Nope. <laughs> Not a doctor. I mean, is Dr. Pepper a doctor? Is Dr. Dre a doctor? No, he's a doctor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Who's the most famous doctor that's not a doctor? Zeus. Hold on. Now I have to Google if Dr. Seuss had a PhD. Dr. Seuss is even a real person, right? I mean, like, that's not his real name. I mean, that's his middle name. So Theodore Seuss Geisel, okay, was an American writer and illustrator best known for authoring popular children's books under the pen name Dr. Seuss, right? Um, Okay. Thanks for telling us that. But uh, I have no idea if he was actually a doctor. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Adrian Peterson is not a doctor, uh, but he is elected to talk to a doctor and undergo knee surgery to repair torn meniscus. Um, reports are saying that he'll... Hold, hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Because oh, I got this question before. Would you drop Dante Moncrief? No. Oh, man, that's tough. Oh. Depends who for what your needs are. <laughs> the... <laughs> the sound effects coming out of you. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Oh, like <laughs> no, you know that is exactly I probably, how I feel. If you're gonna um, if you're gonna stash anybody on your roster, you know, more than likely you have a couple people you're stashing on your bench. Uh, he's probably more stashable than most. I don't think he, I don't think he's droppable. <clears throat> so, Doctor Seuss um, was not a doctor of anything. In fact, he didn't even have a doctorate. Um, until he was given an honorary oh, doctorate from his alma mater, Dartmouth, in 1956. What a loser. He added the doctor to his pen name because his father always wanted him to practice medicine. Yeah. What a loser. No. Okay. <clears throat> not a loser. Those books are great. Yeah, but he's not a real doctor. Oh, the places you'll go, Dale. Oh, the places you'll go. Can we talk about Adrian Peterson now? Um, now we can talk about Adrian he's gonna Peterson. Miss, okay, we needed to build up the hype. Yeah, he's going to miss three to four months, uh, maybe the season. Um, bucket tear in his meniscus, which is pretty bad, apparently. He's undergoing the long-term recovery surgery as opposed to the shorter term, uh, which we're not, all hoping for. Not only that, but they uh, all reports are indicating that he had more structural damage than was initially thought and that he also has an LCL tear. Yep. So, uh, in all this, Dale sounds so sad. <laughs> I am, man. I am a Jarek McKinnon owner. Yeah. Well, I don't really care about that. I, I'm, I'm not too high on McKinnon right now, anyways. Um, no, you're high on pot news <laughs> if you're not high on McKinnon. I wish I was high on pot news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so McKinnon was listed as a starting running back. Um, and the Vikings signed Ronnie Hillman today, which is interesting. I don't think Ronnie Hillman's going to have much value to begin with. Um, McKinnon is the clear starter in the Vikings offense uh, for the running back position. Um, they Vikings have a pretty tough schedule coming up, so um, I don't know if McKinnon's going to be quick to start immediately. What are your thoughts on McKinnon and what to do there? I would actually feel pretty okay starting McKinnon, and I think he's already been declared the starter in the offense. Um, uh, and I would be pretty happy to have him as my starter. Well, and for the next four weeks, Carolina, uh, New York Giants, which have been pretty good against a run, Houston Texans, and in a bye. The next four weeks are going to be like the Price is Right sound drop. <laughs> Um, 
So, and then he comes back to Philly, Chicago, Detroit, and Washington, which is a pretty good run. But these next four games are going to be tough. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, four out of the eight games, I don't know if he's going to be startable. Fair enough. Um, you know, as a flex or something like that, I would feel okay with him. He'll probably be inside my top 30 at running back. Mm, yeah. Okay. I can take that. Um, cause somebody will need to run it. And, uh, if Sam Bradford plays as well as he played last week, um, it could give him a little bit of space to, to get some work done. So moving on to another guy, um, we still don't know exactly the extent of how long Jonathan Stewart's going to be out, but, um, the guy that's been declared the starter for this week is not Fozzie Whitaker. It's Cameron Artis. That's crazy. That came out of nowhere for me, at least. eh. I thought Not for sure. I mean, I would have bet money on that Fozzie Whitaker was going to. I mean, okay, the lead back or the starter, I mean, that's just on paper, right? We'll see who gets more carries. And I mean, Fozzie Whitaker looks so much better. Um, I, I guess I guess we'll see. I I don't know. I don't like Cameron Artis Payne at all. Um, I was really betting on um, Fozzie Whitaker here. To give to give some credit where it's due, Armando thought it would be Cameron Artis Payne in the offense. So, um Amir Abdullah was also placed in the IR today. One of the other, uh, I guess, um, soldiers that went down in the NFL. <laughs> one of the other players on Dale's team, yeah. along with Adrian Peterson, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Do you own Corey Coleman by any chance? Uh, in another league, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Amir Abdullah was placed in the IR. Um, Riddick um, is going to be probably the long-term uh, starting starting running back for the Lions, don't you think? Yeah, interesting enough, he was listed as the uh, the starter, and he's he's probably going to get the first crack at being the workhorse, which um, is a little bit surprising for me. I, I don't think they're going to give him the full workhorse horse load. I, I don't think he's that kind of running back. Um, so I would expect him to split work with Dwayne Washington, who, I mean, come on, guys. Dwayne Washington is not owned in any leagues, and that's something that, that Phillip will talk about in just a little bit on his uh, dumpster diving. Yeah, yeah. So keep an eye on that. Uh, it sucks for Abdullah owners all around. Uh, Doug Martin is expected to miss a couple of weeks. Uh, I think they're saying three to four weeks. Um, I guess you pick up Charles Sims as soon as you can. He's Charles Sims is going to probably uh, take the role that Martin has right now. Is that right? Yeah. Um, they've already come out and said that they're going to give Charles Sims the featured role. And um, I like Charles Sims just as much as I like Doug Martin. I think he's going to be a borderline number one type running back, high-end running back two. Um, I would have him in the same mold that I would have Spencer Ware for the time that um, Doug Martin is out. Yep. All right, last little piece of news for Thursday Night Football. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo has been listed as doubtful for that game with uh, Gronk is still questionable. Um, We're trying to please follow on Twitter get you as much news on whether or not Gronk is going to play. Um, right now, I think it's closer to leaning towards they might hold him out one more week as a precaution. He has been back at practice, though. So with the bullshit that is the new questionable designation, he truly is a questionable game-time decision. Yep. So, yay. <laughs> hey, um... The good thing is he's playing on Thursday, so yeah. you have a full array of backup possibilities should he not play. Yeah, just keep pay attention. <clears throat> also, 
if for some reason um, you have a guy playing on Thursday night, and I'm going to keep saying this because I sent this on Twitter, put him in a slot that is not the flex, right? If you're playing a tight end at flex, don't put him in the flex. Take up a position for that week because if you put him in the flex, then they don't play or they, you know, whatever. Um, you have another position of need that comes up. You can't then fill it in with any position. You kind of limit your opportunities there. Right. All and all. I mean, this goes all all across the board to early games, Thursday game, Thursday games, and Sunday early games. Um, fill up your, uh, you know, keep your flex for the last possible minute. Yeah, for the latest players, so that you can always fill it in with multiple different positions. Should that guy not be available. <clears throat> Let's uh, if that does it for news. Um, do you have any other news that you want to talk about? No, let's let's go ahead and uh, give a ring to our boy Philip Caldwell. All right, well, joining us now is the eating cereal straight out of a bowl enthusiast himself, Philip Caldwell. Um, he's one of our writers here at, at Eat Sleep Fantasy and also for uh, the Fantasy Life app. How you doing tonight, Phil? Not too bad. How are you guys? Man, you, you didn't even plug his Twitter, which is at pcaldwell1985. Okay. And you didn't talk. You didn't mean, even he say that he's a saxophonist, which is probably the pretty coolest thing uh, about any of our writers. <laughs> well, you know, struggling saxophonist. Uh, yeah, they're all struggling, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it's a little redundant. I love the uh, like the humble brag on his thing, where it's like struggling saxophonist but thriving accountant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all like a weird inside joke, kind of that I realize is probably too inside because every time somebody's like, "Hey, so how do you like the new job as an accountant?" I'm always like, "Oh, it's a." Uh, yeah, it's a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, today uh, we wanted to kind of go over uh, Philip writes, uh, you know, for our site, like Brito said, and also uh, with Fantasy Life app. Um, but for us, he writes a dumpster dive article. Um, basically, you know, if you're if you're in uh, dire needs of of a player, uh, most of these guys are owned in less than five percent of leagues that you can pick up usually. Um, so I guess we could just kind of go right into it. Um, but first, have you guys ever dumpster dove before? Yeah. Like in first real life? of all, no, nobody's dumpster dived I in have. real life here. Okay, well, <laughs> hold on, okay, because there's another joke here. Before we get to that part, you always want to jump straight into it, and like, I feel bad for like your wife or anyone <laughs> oh. else because it's always like there's no foreplay whatsoever. Oh, well, we with can any here. of our guests. We can sit here. It's and, like, like sit in awkward silence and figure out what to say, or just. You know, get right into it and get to the meat and potatoes. Okay, and well, that that's your problem. Explicit moment right there on the podcast description. <laughs> well, absolutely. We decided. Uh, you know, we thought about it in the past. Like we were trying to go. We were going to get like explicit titles to just, you know, clickbait. Like you know, uh, Selena Gomez sex tape. Yeah. You know, just put that right <laughs> on the. <laughs> You know, stuff like that, you know, but uh, Dale voted against it, I think. Yeah, yeah, because uh, people, really, <laughs> people really hate clickbait. Even if it's not clickbait, do, they hate it. Do they, though? Yeah. 
Yeah, they do. Okay. They do. I'm sorry. Especially like the slideshow ones with ads on oh, every picture. My. Those are the worst. Okay. I feel like you don't want the people that are clicking on that description to really follow you that in depth anyway. <laughs> hey, a follower is a follower, Phil. <laughs> no, dude. I need to know the 10 shocking celebrity body changes. Yes from oh, their childhood, you yes, know, yeah. like, and I need to get to the 10th one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Macaulay Culkin looks really fucking different now. Yeah. And, and see okay. how much, I've obviously how much out a lot of these and see how much weight. Rick and we're off the rails. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's actually get into some of these dumpster dives. Um, Dale, at the end, you could tell us about your story about dumpster diving, which you clearly want to tell us, but, um, <laughs> Tell us about your first one here, because you kind of wanted to have it on your last week article. Um, and tell us a little bit about maybe some of your hits. I know we mentioned previously, I mean, he wrote on the first week, Cole Beasley, and he comes out and has two very good weeks back to back. You almost didn't put in Quincy Inunua last week. Um, tell us about him. Oh, my God. Inunua. So when I first turned on to Inunua, I was watching the uh, Jets first week. And a wide receiver went down the sideline, and he turned back to the quarterback. And, of course, he got overthrown. He jumps up in the air, makes an amazing catch, both hands over his head and, like, behind him, and comes down with it. And I was like, holy cow, Brandon Marshall really has it left in the tank. And then this guy gets up, and it says a Nunwa on the back. And I was really confused for a minute. He looks just like Brandon Marshall. He plays just as physical as Brandon Marshall, and the Jets really seem to be perfectly fine with not having a tight end, period, and just using their three big wide receivers. And so when everybody's focused on Decker on one side and Marshall on the other, Anun was just making hay in the middle of the field. I mean, right now he leads the team of targets. He's got, last week he brought in all six of his targets, for 92 yards and would have easily been the third receiver in that game to go over 100 yards if he didn't hurt his ribs. He did come back, but he didn't get a target after he came back, so kind of a lot of people didn't necessarily know if he was still injured or not, but Marshall could miss some time with that knee. And Anunwa, even when I wrote this, he was only owned in 5% of leagues. I checked today after all the waiver wire things went down. He's still only owned in 25% of leagues. If nothing else, everybody who drafted Marshall needs to go out and get Nunwa in case Marshall misses any time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you hit it right on the head. I mean, the Jets, they're not going to use a tight end. I mean, it, it was laughable at the beginning of the year, people saying that uh, Jay Samaro was going to get more run in this offense, and then they go <laughs> basically cut him, and he's <laughs> like – they don't give a shit about their tight end position. And basically... I, have, have I even seen Jay Samaro on the field yet? He he's uh, he has been inactive for two weeks for the Tennessee Titans. Oh! Oh, so there we go. <laughs> That's what happened to Jay Samaro. <laughs> That's as much as I follow a Jets tight end. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not important for them. They are going to have those three receivers on the field. If Marshall were to miss any time, um, I'm not sure he really... Edwin was going to get even more work, maybe, but um, that offense is going to be predicated on their wide receivers, and they seem to be spreading the ball between them three. 
And another yeah. one's getting a ton of targets, and he has value no matter what type of league you're in. Yeah, I, I think a lot of value comes in the slot there, right? Because, I mean, Decker showed so much value last year playing in the slot. Like you mentioned earlier, he's you know he moved to the outside opposite of uh, Brandon Marshall. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a product of playing the slot for the Jets or if he's really that good. Uh, Phillips kind of alluding to he he seems like you know that good, that freak of an athlete, which is awesome. Um, but if one of them you know if one of them go down, he moves to the outside and gets away from the slot. Um, I think I guess Tom will tell how good he'll actually be. Yeah, I mean he's not ever going to be a sexy, right. you know, round three or four pick next year's draft, but he's a guy right now that is going to win you weeks. Yeah, I mean if you need to plug him in the flex, and I mean after everything else happened to everybody else in week two, that's going to be a stud for your flex position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so are you guys concerned at all about? Um, I mean. Uh, Brandon Marshall is an obvious star. I really like Eric Decker. I think he's done some good things this year. I mean, having three potential Jets wide receivers, um, you know, startable is that is that crazy to, to say that? Um, for me, I think they're going to kind of rotate a little bit of their effectiveness. Um, I think any given week, two of them will probably be startable and and worth a start. But um, yeah. and Unwin's kind of already established that he's going to be in that offense and part of it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, this is similar to the debate everybody had in the preseason about the Arizona Cardinals with Fitzgerald, Floyd, and John Brown. Right. And it's the same sort of thing. They're the Cardinals don't use a tight end. Um, their fourth, their fourth receiving option is basically their backfield, and it's the same way that the Jets are playing right now, where they're using three wide receivers that are just causing matchup nightmares and then dumping it off to Forte if nothing else. Yep. The only difference is that at this point, I'd rather have a Nunwa than John Brown. That's crazy. That might have sounded at the start of the season. Yeah. Well, you know what's – guess what? I just checked the rankings for last week – or for this season so far on a half-point PPR. Guess where a Nunwa's at? Uh, uh, Like scoring? Yeah. I'd say 25. Close. 19. Wow. Okay. That's good. And none was higher than Demarius Thomas, Deshaun Jackson, Brandon Marshall, even Alan Hearns, Randall Cobb, T.Y. Hilton. He's doing out, he's outperforming them in the first two weeks. Now I'm not saying he's going to outperform them for the rest of the season, but it's definitely says that there's value to that third wide receiver slot for the jets. Yeah. Yep. Let's, yeah. let's get a little bit less sexy, right? Like it's already not sexy. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get less X here and talk about uh, the next guy on this list, Eddie Royal. What do you see in Eddie Royal? He's just fun. Did you see that punt return yeah. last night or uh, two nights ago? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He first he like as soon as he catches it, there's a there's a defender right there. So what does he do? He just hops. He just hops and misses, and the guy misses him, <laughs> and then he 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 makes all of these younger folks. Because remember, Eddie Royal's been in the year or in the league for nine years. Yeah. And he's making all these young guys on special teams just, they look young and foolish. I mean, it's just fun to watch him. And he's been the same sort of guy, like, like as Dale said, where it's kind of a production of the slot. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey's going down. He's making the big plays. He's looking, he's looking like Alshon Jeffrey before 2015. And that's really opening up the middle of the field there for Eddie Royal to just get the ball, get a little bit of space, and make people look foolish. And it's been fun to watch him. Yeah. Yeah, to, to add to that a little bit, Alshon's been 
little limited in practice this week. So, um, you know, Eddie Rowe is going to be one of those guys that if you really need a deep stash, um, you know, maybe you consider starting him one week if you're fucked like Dale is in the league, you know. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. One thing that's good to remember, too, is it sounds like Cutler's going to miss a couple weeks because of that thumb, or at least a week or two. Right. And whenever your backup quarterback comes in, that number two, well, that number three wide receiver or something that's been playing with the twos in practice, yep. that backup quarterback loves to look at him because that's the guy he knows. That's the guy he has timing with. And so if Hoyer starts for more than two weeks, Royal might get a lot more looks. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Absolutely. So, um, continuing on with your list here, next guy I actually think is kind of sexy here. I, I need to stop using that word, that terminology. <laughs> um, is Dwayne Washington. Um, when you published this article, um, he was only 0.3% owned. Um, and, you know, reports are coming out now. Uh, Amir Abdullah is obviously on IR. And... Um, you know, looking like he's going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, Riddick was named as a number one running back there, but he's not necessarily the mold of a primary ball carrier. What do you see in Dwayne Washington? With Dwayne Washington, like, I think Riddick is going to get the majority of uh, of the looks of the time on the field. But I see Dwayne Washington, anytime they get, especially within the 10, but maybe even within the 20, I think he's going to be that guy that just vultures all the touchdowns. Um He's a bigger he's a bigger back. They really like him um, to kind of go more in between the tackles, whereas Riddick's a, definitely a dump off guy, um, a bounce it outside guy kind of guy, where he uses his speed and shiftiness a lot more. Dwayne Washington is going to be that goal line back where Riddick does all the work for you, and then Dwayne Washington gets seven points because he just ran in a two yard touchdown, and yeah. everybody gets pissed off. But sometimes, it, you know, I'm in a if 14 team two QB dynasty league. And sometimes you just need that guy that's going to get a two yard touchdown run. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll be, I'll be honest. I, uh, I pulled up his ownership percentage right now because at the time of this is written, it was 0.3%. I'm shocked. It's 0.5%. See, that's just insane. And everybody, we all know that, that, uh, Amir Abdul is going to be out. He's going to miss some time, and it sounds like he's going to miss the whole season. So everybody, I'm sure, is putting in crazy trade offers to try to buy such an elevated price when you could drop whoever's not going to help you on your bench and go grab Dwayne Washington. Right. Um, honestly, you know, by the time this comes out and by the end of the week, that that number will be higher. But he's still going to be available, and probably. Definitely worth an ad. I know he's already gone in my league of record. Um, and uh, I think he's definitely going to be a guy that will have production and value throughout the season. <clears throat> Good call there, Phil. Thank you. One last guy here you got on your list at the tight end position, Trey Burton. So, you know, Ertz goes down with a rib injury. And uh, like you described, you know, people went after Brent Selleck. Turns out it was... Uh, the old Gator, because uh, I'm doing I'm doing Dale's job here. If I have to mention <laughs> Gators, because um, apparently, like if you know, that's something we do here. Um, <laughs> it makes me cringe, and I'm the Gator too. Like I don't get it. 
Um, anyways, it was uh, Trey Burton comes in and uh, was pretty pretty productive when he came in, 49 yards and a touchdown. What do you see in Burton? One, I love tight ends and rookie quarterbacks because, I mean, they're the ultimate safety net for the rookie quarterback because they're right there in front of their face. Um, and, again, you've got those big playmakers on the outside. If you scheme things right, your tight end can really, you know, cause some havoc. Um, but also, with the Eagles, you get the new head coach was the offensive coordinator over in Kansas City. I expected whoever was playing tight end to really kind of get a little bit of that Travis Kelsey style work in there. Um, obviously I love Travis Kelsey a lot more for the season than whoever was going to play um, tight end with Carson Wentz, but the combination of an offensive coordinator who knows how to use the tight end and a rookie quarterback makes that really enticing, especially if you've you know got Tyler Eifert on the shelf for another week or two. Um, and Monday night, he just kind of came out and real subtly sort of got seven targets, caught five of them, got 49 yards and a touchdown. Like, if I can get that out of my tight end every week, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I want to just kind of add to this because these are all guys that you mentioned in your article are owned in 5% of lesser leagues. And I just want to quickly note, these are guys that you've had in, in the first two weeks. Dennis Pitta, <laughs> after you know, after <laughs> four week one, you put in Dennis Pitta. His value has climbed tremendously. Jamison Crowder, uh, Tyrell Williams. Um, you know, you said you're going to have Quincy and Unwin there. Uh, you had Cole Beasley. These are all guys. I mean, they're owned in such a few percentage of leagues, and we've already seen kind of already their value has increased to. They're being picked up off waivers. They're actually being started in some leagues. So if you're desperate, definitely check out this information on um, on our site, eatsleepfantasy.com. Phil, tell us where else uh, our listeners can can find you at. Um, so I write for, like you said, the Fantasy Life app, um, and they have their publication is on medium.com. So if you go to medium.com and search for Fantasy Life, um, that'll pop up. And... I may I mainly do this column for you guys, and then I just throw out little nuggets randomly here and there on Twitter. Absolutely, and your Twitter is P Caldwell nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. That's uh, that's uh, the amount of Oreos Christian. Still eats. younger than you, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Not by much. Just barely. Let me. I, I went to sleep the other night, and I woke up, and my back was sore. I don't know, like, yeah, all, all of a sudden I hit 30, and I became injured sleeping. So it's yeah. not – I'm I'm just barely younger than anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, you, it happens to you because you're sleeping. It happens to me because I'm fat, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know what that's like. All right, man. Well, um, thank you so much for being on with us. Um, that's it. We're going to get rid of you now. All right. Thank you, guys. Cool, man. Yeah, th- <laughs> thanks, Philip, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, so let's wrap up podcast number one of our buffet. Buffet. I don't know why oh, I said geez. buffet. Buffet. Uh, uh, Phoebe? <laughs> I that. Is that her? Yeah, 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 it is. I think so. Um, all right, so tell us tell us what this is on the buffet. Like, is it uh, It's not the steak, right? What is this? This episode? Oh, you know. No. We decided it was the uh, Brazilian. Yeah, no, I think this this one is more like the salad portion of the buffet. 
Okay. So nobody's going to listen to it? Exactly. Wow. Maybe like get some potato salad off of it and skip over to the good stuff. Dude, I always like the fucking fried plantains. <laughs> those are the best. Like those, those are perfect to like cleanse the palate after I've had seven pounds of meat. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that wraps up our show. Uh, this part one, the salad, the salad portion of the buffet is uh, finished and uh Check out. Head on over to uh, eatsleepfantasy.com for our articles. You can check out um, the thing written by Dale. Oh, God damn it. By Philip. I'm really bad at names, guys. <laughs> but just to make sure you're listening halfway through the next pod, I got a little joke for you guys, okay? Okay. All right. oh, oh, you don't have a joke now? What do you mean? I thought you said you're going to have a joke. So tell the joke and then we'll tell the punchline next pod. Keep, okay. Keep it going. All right. I got you. Okay. Oh, uh, one day I will talk about my dumpster dive, uh, dumpster diving expect expedition. Um, but apparently Christian doesn't want to hear it, so I'm not going to tell it. Are we going? Are you going to tell a joke, or are we ending this? Can you give me a second? I'm trying to find a good joke. Oh, we don't look. This is a podcast. It's not time to research jokes. And we like to play till the sun go down Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down Then we take that town Then we take that town